0: Hi, and welcome to the Social Angle podcast. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I'm joined by Melissa Newman to talk social media ads during a pandemic, why you should be posting them, and the do's and don'ts about advertising during a crisis. Also included on this episode, best networks for ads and our favorite TV shows during quarantine. All coming up right now. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Vin. Happy to be here.
0: Um. So. You've been at ASI, I think it's going on three months now, correct?
1: Yes, this is actually my 12th week, if you can believe it. The time has just flew by.
0: So uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about you and your background?
1: So, I graduated from the Fox School of Business. I have my master's in digital innovation and marketing, and I've been in the digital space for about roughly three years. I've done a little bit of everything. I've done marketing or social media marketing, I should say, in real estate. I've even had my own um, social media agency as a consultant.
0: Wow. And while you're at ASI, you've certainly had a crash course in two things, the industry and how to do social media during a crisis like a pandemic. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes, so I'm really glad that we're doing this episode. I think it's extremely timely and important for our listeners.
0: Absolutely. So um our our topic today is should you run social media ads during a t- pandemic? And I think this is a really great topic because you know we're seeing, you know, all over the place, people are just, you know, they're slashing their uh, advertising and their marketing budgets, which is definitely something that people do in times of crisis. Um, you know, like a pandemic, Um, but we're going to kind of take the counterintuitive approach and we're going to talk about why you should actually keep your social media budget going.
1: Yes. And I think that that's important to mention. I think a lot of people feel that this is the time to kind of reel back on social media. But if you're interested in getting into paid advertisements on social, I think this is a prime time. There's a lot of extra eyes on social. And I think this is a really good time to experiment.
0: Definitely. And so we're going to kind of go over some of, um, you know, the reasons why uh, we think that you should be, you know, uh, still putting money to social media ads. So you touched upon one right there. Um, There are a lot more people on social media now than ever, because uh, a lot of people go to social media to get their news and information. Mm -hmm. It's been like that for a long time. Um, But a lot of people are unemployed right now. And they use social media to network Uh, They also use it because they have a lot they have a lot more free time now than they've ever had. Um, You know, we're talking about people who've been employed for 20, 30 years. Suddenly they're furloughed or you know they they don't have a job, so they're on social media. um, And ads right now will really stand out because there's so many more people on social media. Um, Another reason, um, you know, you should be ramping up your ads on social media is because like we talked about, it's a knee-jerk reaction to cut advertising and marketing. Um, right. So there's a lot fewer companies who are now, you know, doing ads on social media. So if you are are maintaining that, you know, ad presence, or you're even starting an ad presence on social media, you're going to stand out because there are so so many fewer companies doing that.
1: And I think that's true. Honestly, one of the I think the best things you can do is. I think a lot of people feel like they have to stick to the marketing mix that they know. And there's comfort in that, right? Especially during a crisis, you know, people don't want to overwhelm themselves, their marketing or their sales team by trying new things that maybe they feel like they can't pull off. But like you said, uh, this pandemic has kind of created a unique situation for companies online where there's a lot more visibility. So if you have a strong community online, you know, this might be the time for you to start boosting a couple of well-performing posts to help with impressions or if you have certain content you want to push or maybe you're even in the process of you know starting to build a framework for lead gen you know this is definitely an opportunity to do so
0: if you definitely can. um i also i i just want to make a caveat that like you know i'm not saying that this is right for all companies because a lot of companies are just they're barely getting by and i'm not encouraging people who have you know they're not making any money right now to put right. money to social media. I'm talking about the companies who are kind of like on the bubble. They're they're getting by, but they're they're also looking for for ways to stand out. And they're and they may not even think about social media. They're like, you know, uh, we need we need something here. What is it? And they may not know how simple it is that they can run social media ads. And when we talk about social media ads, too, it's it's not it's not really complex. It's not. It's not very hard to do. You know, it could be as simple as putting $20 or even as low as I think Facebook allows something as low as five bucks. Um, You know, you can boost a post uh, and that's considered net.
1: And that's true. There's actually a really wide spectrum, but I'll push back a little bit. I feel like some of the things when I used to consult independently with small business owners is they would have, um, I don't want to necessarily say unrealistic expectations, but they were very harsh on themselves on getting a certain result uh, immediately. And I feel like a lot of our listeners are beginners. And that's okay. We've got to start somewhere, right? That's totally all right but give yourself some time to experiment. Know that there might be some testing on the copy, the CTA, um or even kind of finding the right budget. And I think you make a good point, you know, if you have to be lean with your marketing spend right now, like a lot of companies are, that's totally fine. If you have the extra spend for social ads, this is a great time to take advantage of them.
0: Definitely. And I think that's a great segue cuz we're going to do we're going to break down. We're going to do a couple of dos and don'ts for uh, running ads uh, during a crisis like a pandemic. So I'm gonna start with my first one. So you really have to make your ads or your or your boosted posts um, relevant to the COVID climate. And I, and I hate to say this because I'm gonna give an example. Um, when the pandemic started um, in March, well, it started sooner, but when it really hit in that first mm-hmm. or second week of March, I remember sitting and watching You know television, and I would see these ads that came on TV that were promoting you know traveling and tourism and all that, and and that didn't bother me. But two weeks later, when we were all stuck in quarantine and stayed home, and I was seeing the same type of ad about promoting tourism and promoting vacations and stuff like that, that came across as tone deaf. Like Mm -hmm. it changed so rapidly in that time frame. And then all of a sudden, a week or two later, I, I started noticing advertising that mentioned COVID or coronavirus um, and talked about the things that that business was doing during the pandemic. Those ads really resonated to me. And then I started to see that on the digital end. I started to see that you know on social media. Any type of ad that I would scroll through that I saw that had some sort of COVID tie-in, I was like, that is a great ad. And look, I don't I hate ads. You know, I think about ads the same way (laughs) most people think about ads. It's like, oh, you know, they clog up your feed. But now more than ever, I'm noticing really, really good ads and companies really, you know, taking the opportunity um, to showcase what they're doing during this pandemic.
1: And I think you make a good point. I think this was a learning experience for a lot of companies, you know, um, they weren't kind of sure when was the right moment to pivot. So they kind of made, you know, a couple of, of blunders. But like you said, the ones that kind of responded quickly have made themselves stand out because they're serving an ad that's relevant. They're still maybe pushing their product and service, but they're not doing a hard sell, which kind of brings us to our next topic. Um, I think one of the things that can be off putting besides being tone deaf is really pushing for the sale right now. You know, a lot of people are hurting. They've lost their jobs. They've been furloughed. You know, they don't have the extra budget to spend on things. So I feel like if there's a way for you to promote your company with a paid social ad, I think it should be more about um problem solving, resources, education, things that are a soft sell that feel a little bit more comfortable for the time we're currently living in.
0: Right. So you're saying that you you said topic, but your next don't is don't hard sell.
1: Yes, don't hard okay. sell.
0: So my first was do make it relevant to the climate, of course. Your don't was don't hard sell. Now look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. You shouldn't hard sell In normal times, (laughs) you absolutely should not sell during a pandemic and you're right. Hard sells on social media never work. Um, It should be about forging relationships. It should be about building relationships Um, and you can do that with your advertising.
1: And I think that's true too. I mean, I think another good point, or I do, you could say, is to make it personal. I think a lot of people kind of get in the weeds about their marketing message. And I think if you can focus about making that one individual connection, it helps you be specific in your message. And I feel like it helps you target the right person. So there's not kind of confusion in who you're marketing yourself to. So I think if you can share a personal uh, antidote in your marketing it's just more real, you know, and people gravitate towards that, especially on social media. I mean, social media is a very fun marketing channel, you know, um, especially in times that aren't pandemic related, but I think people are still looking to connect with people online, even during this time.
0: Absolutely, so making them personal, I can't encourage that enough. Um, You know, a lot of people think, oh, marketing has to be polished, it has to look Mm. good. You know what? You could just do a video of yourself at home. You know, talking about your experiences, what you're going through. Um, you know, talking about what you're doing. Um, you know, for your business, it, it really can be, you know, grainy video, and you can boost it. Like it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. perfect. And you know, that's that's what's the beauty about you know um, the culture aspect of content is that you know it's we're transparent, we're showing our real sides, and now more than ever, I think. Businesses should be doing that. You don't need to worry about how polished an ad is. Most people look at an ad and they see, you know, the more glossy, the more polished, you know, an ad that comes up on social media is, the more I'm like liable to scroll right through it. I'll, I'll just see something, boom, I scroll through it. But if I see a video of, of somebody, you know, talking about what they're going through and it's a boosted post, I may stop and watch it.
1: And I think you make an excellent point. Honestly, I feel like, um you know, I was actually talking to a colleague about this. She works at a financial, uh, like she works in the financial industry, and we were talking about influencers on Instagram and about how we unfollowed some of our former favorites just because we got tired of that kind of perfected, curated look, you know, And I think having something that's individual to you, to your brand, to your company, that's real, genuine. You know, creates better connection, creates better uh, recognition for your brand, and I think loyalty from your customers. They feel like they know you. You know, like you're real. You're a real person to them, even if you're a company or entity. If that makes sense.
0: Definitely. Um, so, so my next don't is don't be ignorant of, of what's going on. Stay at home. You know, a lot of people are still you know stay at home. I know a lot of states are starting to to open up. Um, but again, like, you know, your content really needs to be a reflection of the times, um, yep. you know, and, and make sure that it's not tone deaf in nature. You you want the right messaging. You want the right verbiage. Um, you know, don't act like people aren't going through a lot um, because we are. You know, it's, it's you know, it's important to have the right messaging and and to be mindful of, of what a lot of people are going through right now. So let's segue to best networks to use. So, you know. You can advertise on pretty much any network right now. Um, But, you know, I'm going to go with Facebook. If I had to choose one, I'm going to go with Facebook. I guessed Um,
1: it. Yeah, (laughs) of course. Uh,
0: Look, like I have a love-hate relationship with with Facebook. You know, I'm on it all day. I know (laughs) I'm on it all day. You know, I get I get fed up with the stuff that I see. But I do know that because everybody is on it, our industry. Demographics say that most of our, you know, members are on Facebook. Um, you know, people use it for multiple things. They use it for news. They use it for um, going in and having um, discussions. It's, you know, there's so much that you can do with Facebook. Everyone's there. That's the place I would advertise if I had just one network to to advertise on. What about you?
1: I think that's smart advice. I think Facebook is honestly like one of the best starting points for paid social ads. For me as a millennial woman, I have to say Instagram is my jam through and through. Though I have to say TikTok's kind of pulling my attention just because they're so fun and I love their their videos. They're very entertaining. But I just feel like for me when it comes to an ad, like you were talking earlier or about kind of like the user experience, right? Like, when it's in your face and it just seems kind of jarring and it takes you out of the mindset of why you were originally on that platform, it just, to me, ruins it kind of. So I think Instagram has been really good about making uh, paid ads just kind of a part of the community where it's very seamless, where I'm checking out, you know, a superstar that I like and there's a link back to their website for a product I'm interested in. So I can also get that research you know if i'm about to make a purchase decision without really me having to leave the app which is pretty cool um i think also for anybody who's trying to start you know i would definitely like i said earlier start with facebook but i think it depends on where your audience is at like who are you trying to cater to you know it can be hard to know where to start but i think if you go back to you know, are you trying to appeal to Gen Z, millennials, you know, baby boomers? Think about where your audience, you know, lies, their tech usage. And I think that'll help you determine which platform to go after for your first paid ad. Don't you think?
0: I agree. I think you, you certainly have to know where your audience is. Uh, you mentioned TikTok. Um, you know, our industries, you know, some of, some people are on there. Um, it's, you know, it's certainly a demographic that's younger. Um, so you know it, that would be a hard sell for our industry um, but the beauty about Facebook is that Facebook owns Instagram and when you run an ad you can you know make that ad also run on Instagram
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: you can you can also hold it back from running on Instagram as well so if you just want to target Facebook you can just target Facebook right but for sure if you have a $25 ad budget and you want to split it you know Facebook will serve it um, you know to both networks and that's a really really good thing um, you know especially since Facebook you know one day may own everything um, they, Not they certainly they certainly own uh, a lot of things um, so you know that's the beauty of that network you can push ads to uh, to multiple uh, social media platforms. Um, but for sure look in, so you can't go wrong in our industry for Facebook and Instagram I did a poll at one of the ASI shows um, I believe it was last year and I Walked the floor and I asked distributors and suppliers, um, you know, what, is, what network are you on? If you, you know, what network are you mostly on? Um, mm-hmm. And everyone said, hey, look, we're, we're on Facebook, but we really, really want to be on Instagram. So our industry is absolutely on Facebook. I feel like they're on Facebook because they have to be, mm-hmm. but, but our industry is also on Instagram and they love being on Instagram. So a lot of eyeballs are on both.
1: I definitely agree. And it's funny that you mentioned polls. I actually launched one in our Facebook members exclusive group, Shameless Plug. Everybody who's an ASI member should join. (laughs) But LinkedIn as well. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe things will change where LinkedIn starts to become more popular. Um, It was funny. uh, An influencer that I I connect with often online was talking about, he uses it pretty prevalently in the promo industry. So maybe that's the next big phase. People are getting kind of comfortable with Instagram and LinkedIn LinkedIn will be the next uptick for us, for this industry.
0: Well, LinkedIn right now, I think, is probably maybe the most popular network in terms of uh, uptick in users because of all the unemployed people. I would think that so many people are going to LinkedIn, too. We could have certainly brought in LinkedIn. I mean, you can run ads on LinkedIn, you know, but to me, it's like, you know, if I had to choose one network, absolutely Facebook. Yep, I think that's... Yeah, base. absolutely. And Facebook, Instagram, almost synonymous. They're they're pretty much uh, interchangeable. Um, so, in conclusion, like if if anybody has any questions for for Melissa or I, you know, we're we're very reachable. We're you know we're very active in the social networks for ASI. Um, so I'll also give my email address. It's vdriscoll at asicentral.com. Um, and Melissa, you wanna. Give your email address.
1: Yes, of course. It's M Newman, N E W M A N, Think Seinfeld at Asicentral.com.
0: Yeah, Newman. Um, <laughs> and of course, I'm at ASI Central in Twitter. You can always reach out to me if you have any questions about ads. What about you, Melissa? What's your you can also handle? find
1: yes, you can also find me at Melissa underscore ASI on Twitter. Um, if you guys have any questions, tweet me.
0: Absolutely. So final final question movie or show have you been watching oh gosh
1: out? oh my goodness there's so there's so many there was a meme i saw yesterday which i i should send you because i feel like you'll appreciate and it's a play on how uh netflix always asks you you know like if you're still there when you've been watching a show for a while and it was like you finished netflix that's kind of how i feel
0: like in quarantine you're <laughs> i've watched like a-, a lot of shows you're at the end of Netflix. But if you had to choose one show, what what show is, has stood out for you?
1: Little Fires, actually, on Hulu, a Netflix competitor. It is based off a book. It has Kerry Washington and Reese Witherspoon. If you like topical dramas that are well-written and you want to kind of, like, really be immersed in a good series, for eight episodes, it went by so quick. It's probably one of the best series I've seen in a long time. Great acting, great script, great set. And it's based in the 90s, so there's a lot of, like, 90s hip-hop samples and stuff like that. So if you're a 90s music lover like I am, Definitely check it out. What about you? What are you watching?
0: Um, I've, I'm watching a bunch, but if I had to choose one that really has certainly occupied my time and blown me away, it's it's Better Call Saul, um, AMC. Um, it's the precursor or the prequel to um, Breaking Bad, which is one of my all-time favorite uh, series. But it. it's, you never watched. That's okay. <laughs> You're young. You have a lot of time to catch up. Um, but honestly, Better Call Saul is you know great characters great acting great script um you know certainly if you have the time um which a lot of people have these days <laughs> um better call you could you could do a lot worse than better call Saul and apparently what little fires
1: yeah little fires yep. little so fires there you have absolutely. it from
0: Melissa and I um you know we'll, we're going to try to do these uh, fairly regularly until next time see you on the social angle
1: all right take care guys thanks